It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The widow of former Washington Commanders first-round pick Dwayne Haskins has issued a statement. I've got a statement of my own about the latest Dan Snyder accusations and Mel Kuyper Jr. drops his latest two-round mock draft just two weeks from the 2022 NFL Draft. All of that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen of the day or your first view if you're joining us over on YouTube. I'm David Harrison covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My co-host, Chris Russell, the rooster, one half of the Russell and Met her show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listener view every single day. On Wednesday, a statement was released through the Pittsburgh Steelers PR department from Dwayne Haskins' wife, and the statement read, quote, I would like to express my sincerest gratitude to every loving soul who has supported our family during this arduous time of loss. The overwhelming thoughts and prayers have been fuel for our emotional depletion. All of your blessings have been greatly valued and appreciated. The meaningful touches and impact Dwayne made as a husband, son, brother, teammate, and friend is a timeless treasure imbued in our hearts. I am truly grateful to everyone who has been by our side as we mourn his untimely passing. Our family implores for your continued prayers, yet continued respectful privacy as we painfully grieve. My husband was more than a great football player. He had the smile of a rainbow that touched the diversity of so many. He will forever rest and remain in our hearts till the end of time. His internal love will always reside with us, Ohio State, Washington Commanders, and Steelers Nation for eternity. Love of my life forever. Rest in the beautiful peace of heaven. End quote. The statement from Haskins' widow continued. Uh, Further information was provided by the celebration of Dwayne Haskins' life to be held on April 22nd at the Allegheny Center Alliance Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, through the statement, uh, family, friends, teammates, coaches, and those who want to pay their respects to Dwayne are invited to a visitation from 10 to 11 a.m., which will be followed by a celebration of life services from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. A beautiful, beautiful statement from the grieving widow of Dwayne Haskins. I'm going to leave our segment one there. I know it's very, very short, but I don't want to put any other topics of conversation in with uh, the statement, again, coming from the widow of Dwayne Haskins. So we're going to move on there. Every, every time we discuss this, I'll say it again. There's no good way to transition from that, but the show must go on and it will today. It's just going to move on a little bit quicker than usual. I'm going to share some thoughts on what it means to be a Commanders fan next, and I'm going to do so thanks to our friends over at BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting, stats, and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, 
and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks again, Washington Commanders fans, for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. Now, for a big announcement, starting Thursday, April 28th, tune in to Locked On NFL Drive's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft Special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show all week leading up to the first pick. So that's the Locked On NFL Draft live show at the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page and the Odyssey NFL Mock Draft on Odyssey and Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds. You can find the Locked On NFL Draft live show April 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern, April 29th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and April 30th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. And the Odyssey NFL Mock Draft is available April 18th to the 22nd and the 25th. That's when they publish. They will be available until the end of time after that. David Harrison going solo on this episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast on Twitter at dharrison82, the show at LO Commanders. Find my co-host Chris at Russellmania621. Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders are back in the news. Chris did a great job of breaking down the latest allegations uh, and what those allegations could mean in yesterday's episode. So if you missed that by any chance, go back and listen to the full breakdown. But really quick, I wanted to expand on my thoughts about it uh, before we talk about something else. So I'm going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about what it means to me, to be a fan of the Washington Commander. So first and foremost, on the newest allegations, uh, it kind of goes with the old adage of where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm not saying that Dan Snyder uh, is explicitly guilty of every single thing that he's ever been accused of and every single thing that he's being accused of or what's coming out in this investigation. As of right now, even the letter uh, from the House Oversight Committee even stated that they're continuing investigations and that right now the language used in the letter is very much an allegations based topic, right? There's not, there are statements and there is, there are things that they're saying prove some of these allegations, but they are still at this moment in time allegations. Now they're, they're pretty serious allegations and they seem like they have their ducks in a row and that the information being provided is probably pretty credible. If so, what it basically points to is a man and owner of an organization who is basically in the business of people management. And that's really what this is all about and not really doing a good job of taking care of those people, whether those people are employees, uh, other other NFL owners, other franchisees within the same program, or the very customers, the very fan base uh, that they serve. Not a lot of respect being shown to the human side of things, and that's basically what I wanted to talk about in this segment, what it means to be a Commander's fan. And it's going to be a little bit weird, and Chris Russell right now, if he's listening, is probably kind of interested as his his ears are, are are open and he's he's ready to hear what I'm about to say because he's probably a little confused. And I know some of you might be anticipating what I'm about to say as well with some feelings involved because if you've been a longtime listener of this show, then you know that this season, 2022, is my second season of covering the team. 
that's it. And truth be told, I didn't grow up a fan of Washington's football franchise. I was a fan of players, and I was a fan of coaches. Monk, Clark, Rippon, Green, Gibbs, Williams, and then on to some others, Springs, Hall, and now McLaurin, Allen, and so on. It will continue to go a, a fan of the game. I have always been not necessarily a specific team, but I'm not a fan regardless in the way that many of you are, right? Especially when it comes to the emotional investment that you guys have put into this team and the financial investment that you put into this team. And I know that a lot of the things happening around the franchise, not just in the investigation, but some of the things uh, that are happening on the roster, some of the things that have happened in the front office uh, with the the dealing of retiring numbers and, and, and showing or paying homage to other people, uh, the the logo change, the name change, and the the perceived deceit from the from the franchise, and you know whether or not the fan base ever actually had a say or a contribution into what the new team name was going to be. I understand it all. I, I get how how tired everybody has to be and must be. So, what can I possibly know about being a fan of the Burgundy and Gold? Gold. Here's what I know. Like what I know about being a fan of the Washington Commanders. What I know about being a fan of any sport or entertainment business. And my approach, my best advice I would give to any fan of any struggling team, and believe me, I've covered the Buccaneers for a long time before Tom Brady and Bruce Arians was ever considered a possibility for that franchise. So any any advice I would give to a fan of a team or an entertainment entity going through some sort of the toxic things that this organization appears to have been going on or going through since the 90s is don't forsake the entity because of the individual. Now, the individual in this case is a very powerful individual. And when we you hear the, the the term, it starts at the top. And when there's negativity at the top and when there's deceit and, and misdirection at uh, the top of an organization, it's very hard to keep that from covering the rest of it as it rolls downhill. But what I want to talk about was actually inspired by a Facebook post that I saw in a Washington sports group uh, that I share some of my work in from time to time by a man named Peter Tehan. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. T-E-E. H-A-N, who wrote this in a post. I'm going to read it to you. Quote, I've been a fan my entire life. My family raised my brother and I to be Washington fans. I have twin girls who are 23. I fear for them working in any organization where the culture is bad. Now, this organization is ripping their own fan base. I cannot be a fan and buy their merchandise and order direct TV so I can watch them play every Sunday here in Colorado. Take care, commanders. You are commanding your rise and fall all in your inaugural season. End quote. And I think it was very well said. Uh, by Peter, and I know that he echoes the sentiment of a lot of Washington Commanders fans, Burgundy and Gold fans from from decades and decades uh, watching this team through good years, through bad years, and some younger fans who have yet to see the good years but really only have that connection. You think about uh, the twin girls who were 23, how much successful football have they really gotten to see uh, as a fan of this team, this organization? Not a lot, right? The connection is there with their father, which kind of brings me to the next point in topic of conversation and why this post made me so sad on so many different levels. First and foremost, I'm disgusted with the way that this franchise is, is allegedly have having been operated just like so many of you. Um, I feel that pain and I feel that uh, kind of I want to call it embarrassment, but maybe embarrassment is the right word, but you were also never a fan of Dan Snyder in the first place. Right. And, and I've been a fan of football franchises of football teams we're not typically fans of the owners and even the Dallas Cowboys of the world, the Jerry Joneses of the world, the Cowboys have kind of come to love Jerry Jones as almost partially uh, a representation, maybe like um, almost like a mascot of the franchise, but you didn't come to the Washington football team or the name before it or the name now because of Dan Snyder, right? 
owners becoming a part of the team mystique is is pretty rare. And in this case, the negativity is the overwhelming factor, which is what has the burden of being a fan of this team feeling so heavy. Typically, you have the Jim Merseys of the world, the Jerry Jones of the world. But even outside of those guys, you have some other uh, families. You have the Maras, the Hunts there in Kansas City. And you have some other families that are really popular as owners of teams. But typically, the owners are kind of just in the shadows in the background, not really what attracted you to being a fan of a team in the first place. But being So being a fan, really, my point is, it has really nothing to do with the owner until the owner makes himself such a presence or a problem in this case that it becomes a burden upon the fan base that you almost feel like you are directly supporting this person's behavior. And what I would say is he didn't bring you here. So don't let him drive you away, right? There's the old adage of don't take no from a person that can't tell you yes. So if you, you know, if you need something in life, if you're looking for something in life, don't let someone who doesn't have the power or the ability to give you what you're after in life, hold you back from getting it. And that's kind of what I look at when I see Dan Snyder. If Dan Snyder didn't bring you to the Washington commanders or the football team or what have you as a fan, don't let him drive you away. That's really the best thing I can say. These latest allegations, if they're true, show that this owner, Dan Snyder, cared not 1% for the fans or anybody that supported this team. And believe it or not, that's not going to change. I don't believe that will change. Not unless there's an all-out ban and boycott of tickets and merchandise that's that's orchestrated. Like Unless FedEx Field just goes completely empty, Dan Snyder, if those allegations are true and that that inspiration and that, and that, that heartlessness and his behavior is true, that is not going to change. So the only one who cares is you. If this is all true, Dan Snyder doesn't care if this is all true. You care. The fans care. And you care about more than just the logo. You care more, the more than, than, than just what Dan Snyder does. Go back to that message. Go back to Pete's message that I read off there. Fandom isn't about Dan Snyder. It's not about Jerry Jones. It's not about Jim Ursay or any of these owners. Not really at the end of the day, even though sometimes they put themselves front and center or they draw attention away from the team and the fans and the logos. It's not about them. It's about the fathers and the mothers who raised you to be fans or are raising you to be fans. It's because of how happy you were watching them watch these teams compete that you are also a fan of this team. It's about the children, the twin 23-year-old girls that you raised or will raise and bond with under that same spirit. It's about those twin daughters who are and will forever connect this franchise with the memories of their father, not with the memories of Dan Snyder, unless we let them, right? That's the only way that's, that Dan can have an impact on these moments is if we let them. I get not wanting to give Dan any more money than he's already gotten from this venture. So don't buy the merchandise if you don't want to, or don't, even better, go buy merchandise straight from the players some of whom have their own websites. Some of them sell their own branded shirts of their likeness and their names and everything, or go to companies like Breaking Tees. Breaking Tees is a company that partners with players. They use their likeness and, and other things, and they sell shirts for profit, and those profits don't go to the owners. There's some NFLPA licensed merchandise out there that you can find that the, the owners don't get those profits. They're, the direct TV money, guys, it's already there. That contract is already signed. It's going to be paid. Whether you subscribe or not, that's just the honest truth of it. Whether you subscribe or not, that money is going to get paid. So what I implore you with and what, what the, the emotion this, this post inspired me with is don't give up. Don't give up on the family gatherings. Don't give up on bonding with your children and your families and your friends. 
gathering around the television, cheering for the last minute comeback or consoling each other after the last minute defeat. Uh, the funny video of the overly angry family member or friend that once everybody calms down and gets over the anguish in the moment, everybody's going to laugh at when they watch it again after the emotions wear off. Don't give up on the things that matter, right? The things that mean more to your lives, friends, and family because of someone who doesn't respect any of those things enough to treat them with care in the first place, because you're not going to turn that darkness into light. You're only going to defeat your own light. It's not worth it. And at that time, those memories that could be made, you're not going to get those back. You're not going to get those times back. The intent of evil is to snuff out happiness. Don't let it win without a fight. That's what I know. or That's what I think I know about being a Commanders fan, a little bit of a soapbox moment, a little bit of a, whatever you want to call it, a mushy emotional moment. But I believe in these things. I believe in the emotions of real life and real people. And Peter, specifically to you and anybody else out there who has a lifelong of, of attachment of memories to this team, this brand, these colors, please do not let one person's indiscretion, this, this, this care or miscare, mismanagement of what it means, take that away from you, from future generations of fans as well. Speaking of players who will go on in memories, for Washington fans for years to come, we've got a new group of rookies waiting just two more weeks to find out where their NFL careers will begin. And Mel Kuyper Jr. thinks he knows how the first two rounds are going to go down. We're going to look at those thanks to our friends over at Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Raid's insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try. If you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com. Use the code Locked On to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code locked on for their best deal this season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles, it is impossible for your local parts store or dealership to carry all the parts you're ever going to need or want. You have access to a computer. You have access to a phone. You've got rockauto.com on your phone or at home. So use that, save time and money by using rockauto.com. Why would you spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts at a dealership or a parts store than you can find it for at rockauto.com? A family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years with prices that are reliably low for everybody. Buy one, buy in bulk. It doesn't matter. The prices are low for all of you. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us? Box the deal that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Final segment here at the Locked on Washington Commanders podcast. David Harrison solo on this episode at dharrison82. Find everything I'm writing for si.com's fan nation by your Washington Commanders. My co-host Chris Russell on the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday. Also find him on Twitter at Russellmania61. Thank you to all of you who... Uh, sat through my, I don't know, I don't want to call it a lecture because I'm trying not to lecture him, but just my point of view on being a fan in today's NFL atmosphere, especially with everything going on around the Washington Commanders. 
Um, appreciate you joining me here for for segment three. We're talking about this mock draft coming from Mel Kiper Jr., a two-round mock draft on ESPN+. Plus. So if you don't have it, don't want to pay for it, I got you, at least from a Washington aspect and the top five picks. Number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars take edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Pick number two, the Detroit Lions take cornerback Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati. Defensive end Javon Walker out of Georgia is the number three overall pick to the Houston Texans. The New York Jets take edge, edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. And at number five, the New York Giants take offensive tackle Ikemakwanu out of NC State. That is your top five. There are trades in this mock, by the way, none involving the top five, none involving the Washington Commanders. At number 11, Mel Kiper Jr. has the Washington Commanders taking safety Kyle Hamilton. Notre Dame, you've heard it before, but here's what he writes. Quote, Hamilton has been dinged a little bit because of his 40 time, which was a 4-5-9 at the combine and a little slower at his pro day. He's a fantastic player, but he doesn't have rare physical tools, which means he could fall out of the top 10. I would want him on my team. At six foot four, he could play multiple positions from center fielder to box linebacker. He would make plays for a Washington defense that disappointed in 2021. End quote. Some other notable available players that were still on the board at number 11, Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback out of LSU, Charles Cross, Mississippi State offensive lineman, Chris Olave, Ohio State wide receiver, and Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. I would have taken Hamilton. We've already talked about that uh, extensively. If Hamilton's on the board, as far as I'm concerned, he's got to be the pick. Moving on to the second round, number 47, he has the Washington Commanders taking wide receiver George Pickens out of Georgia, writing, quotes, I love this for Washington which could get a six foot three outside receiver with number one traits. He tore his ACL last spring and returned late in the 2021 season, making an impact down the stretch. It's no guarantee he lasts until round two. Teams could think long-term and be patient with him, but the commander should try to pair him with Terry McLaurin and quote another home run pick from El Kuyper Jr. here for the Washington commanders. You talk about that six three, you talk about that ability pairing him with Terry McLaurin. There is a little bit of an injury risk, I suppose, but, but on day two, you can take some of those risks more than on day one. And if Pickens is on the field, McLaurin is on the field, Curtis Samuel is on the field, you have a very, very dangerous wide receiver group for Carson Wentz. Still on the board, quarterback Matt Corral, Logan Hall, the defensive lineman, Roger McCreary, Auburn cornerback, and Kenneth Walker, the third, a running back. And we know Washington has been looking at some running backs. I like this pick. I take this pick. 10 times out of 10, as far as I'm concerned, Mel Kiper Jr. for the Washington Commanders nailed this latest two-round mock draft. So I thank him for doing that. I thank you again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or first view every single day. Now make your second listener view the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring you the NFL Draft, and they bring it to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Free and available wherever you get podcasts just like the Locked On Commanders podcast. Chris and I will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week. If you've got questions or topics you want to discuss, send them in to us on Twitter or hit us in the email, LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or call in and be a part of the show by dialing 301-615-3577. For Chris Russell, the Russell Medhurst Show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst, I'm David Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation covering your Washington Commanders. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.